one. Oops. Nope. And we're live. Hi, this is Todd Brinker. And I'm Aaron Brinker. How are you? Welcome to Back from the Brink, our after show, after On the Brink on KCA Radio in San Bernardino. If you're not in the area, then we're not after anything. But welcome, welcome, welcome. Thanks for joining us. And by the way, our uh, our morning show on KCAA is now being aired in the evenings as well. And so we're being aired twice because we're cool like that. I know that. So I'm trying to, I've been work, doing a morning show for 10 years, almost 11 years. And so getting me to stop saying, hi, we're the morning show is a little tough. <laughs> yeah. So that, uh, well, you know, Mark had said he was going to re- replay Mark's, the sta- uh, station manager, said he was going to replay some of our more recent shows uh, talking about uh, the issues around um, protests and COVID and and uh, and uh, Black Lives Matter and you know basically just topical stuff, um, but that's a a thing now, huh? We're in the afternoons as well. We are in the afternoons as well, which is kind of cool, actually. It really is. It really is. It, so. it really is cool. So. Yeah, well, yeah. we'll I will try to help remind you, and we have to remember that that people may be listening to us later in the day now, so we need to make sure that we. Uh, Speak such so that people aren't confused. <laughs> that doesn't mean we can't say it's a beautiful day out, though. We uh, certainly can. I We can be mm-hmm. joyful no matter when we're uh, uh, airing. Yeah. yeah, and it definitely is a beautiful day today, but boy, it got a little toasty. Out, uh, I was out um, uh, delivering, you know, like awards and certificates for a virtual swim banquet for my high school team, and... Uh, Got a little toasty out there, you know. We're wearing our masks and knocking, ringing doorbells and saying, here, don't open this until we do the banquet, you know, which I will see how many of them listen to that. I, I wonder how many of them are really going to uh, wait. But, but uh, yeah, and that was down in, you know, Orange County, closer to the ocean. I'm sure out your way it got even warmer. Yeah, it was pretty miserable today. Um, uh, yes, got pretty miserable today. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's supposed to get cooler. Yeah, yeah, it's supposed to, uh, was it today or tomorrow was the peak, and then it starts to cool off as we head towards the weekend, which would be nice. Yeah, it will be. What's so today? have you read any of the news? Today is Wednesday, Wednesday. Um, you know, I was out and about most of the day, so I did not uh, go out. But I guess the other three officers that were there uh, at George Floyd's death uh, are have been charged now. Yes, all of them. And the, the, the main guy, and I, I don't even want to give him the pleasure of saying his name, um, but the main guy, he's, he was charged originally with um, uh, third, uh, what is it? Uh, third degree, third degree murder, murder. manslaughter. Yeah. yeah, manslaughter. And sorry, Tobin just texted me. He wants to get my, my dinner order. That's so professional. I'm responding to him. Um, anyway, yeah. so that, that's third degree murder, but he's been upgraded to second degree. And, and, yeah. and the rest of them are all accessories to second degree murder, which is what it should have been in the first place. Although, here's the thing. I mean, we're yeah. reacting um, to what we're seeing and, and essentially jumping to conclusions. But right. they have to follow the evidence and they right. have to have time to, to Well, and there's very, very specific legal, legal definitions about what constitutes first and second and third degree murder and manslaughter and you know what is one and what is not the other and um i actually heard an attorney explaining it uh uh early uh, i think last week and they were saying that part of the reason that they had probably put the third degree murder charge out was because or up there which some people thought was you know maybe maybe taking it too lightly was that that's easier to 
to convict on. There's you don't have to have as much specifics that as you go move away from first degree to second degree to third degree to manslaughter, that each subsequent step requires less uh things line up in terms of proof and evidence and you know i mean in some places you have to be able to to show that they had intent well showing intent is a very hard thing to do you can't read right. intent and on somebody's face it's true and you you would see that there are um uh prosecutors uh that will that will try will go for what they know they can get instead of Right. Risking the, the people who are involved walking free, which would be infinitely worse. Right. Yeah. And that's not an uncommon thing. And I can understand people being upset, saying he wasn't charged, you know, higher. And now they've gone to second degree murder. But I'm sure that's after the prosecutors have looked at it and are confident that they have all of their ducks in a row and can make that case. Because if they didn't think they could make that case, then they would have stayed at third degree murder where they thought they could make the case. Um but, you know, that stuff will shuffle around between now and when they actually go to trial in terms of what the, you know, they like they can change what they're charging or add charges and things like that based on right. as they continue to collect evidence. So. so President Obama has addressed the protesters. Uh, and um, I think that uh, that he has because he was a president, because he's African-American, because um uh, uh, he tends to not use inflammatory language. Mm -hmm. Sometimes he does. He did say, you know, that we that we cling to our God and our guns, and that really rubbed people wrong. But he's not not in the level not the level that Trump does it. Um, he was able to um, uh, to talk about this, and I think other people I think people can listen. I'm, and I trying to find the right words here. Barack Obama is still calling for hope and change in his first on-camera remarks about the killing of George Floyd and nationwide protests. The former president said that when despair strikes, I see what is happening with young people all across this country, and it makes me feel as if this country is going to get better. In a live-streamed video ahead of a virtual town hall on policing in America, he said the country has recently seen epic changes and events as profound as anything I've seen in my lifetime. Um, and I think that's that's incredible. He addressed the families of George Floyd, Breonna, and Breonna Taylor, and too many others to mention, saying, Michelle and I and the nation grieve with you. We're committed to the fight of creating a more just nation in memory of your sons and daughters. Um, and I, I think that's wonderful. He says he the current upheaval marks an opportunity for change and awakening and an awakening around the issues of police violence. I want to speak directly to the young men and women of color in this country. He said, I want you to know that you matter. I want you to know that your lives matter, that your dreams matter. So um, I I. Jimmy, I think it's wonderful that he that he did speak out. I, Jimmy Carter also spoke out as a white male of the South. I know all too well the impact of segregation and injustice to African Americans. Uh, he said we need government as good as its people, and we are better than this, and we are better than this. Mm -hmm. Well, I like that too. He he very specifically gave three points that he would like to see implemented. You know, and I think it's it's very unusual for a former president to come out and speak on something unless invited by the current president. It's kind of, you know, historically they all intentionally 
step back from the limelight. They don't. And, and so you know he was very hesitant to, to come forward and say something because it's just not protocol. You know, we, we have a passing of power. And so um, for him to, to come forward and say something, I mean, kudos to him for doing it because I don't think that there's a national leader m- more in the right position uh, and respected by people uh, all over the place. I mean, certainly there, there are some who don't respect him, but but um, that that could come forward and talk to people about this. He the three points that he said that he would like to see is he asked that uh, every U.S. citizen read the report from his administration's task force on 21st century policing, which outlines specific evidence based reformed reforms and ways to build trust between police and community members. It saves lives and not increases and doesn't increase crime. Um, so he said there, somebody studied this and we have a, a playbook. Second ask was he's urging every mayor in this country to review your use of force policies with members of your community and commit to reforms. And then third thing was, um, excuse me, third one was that uh, he is extended the hope that every city in America would become my brother's keeper community. It's an organization and an initiative uh, set up to expand opportunities for boys and young men of color through programs, policy reforms, and public and private partnerships. Um, you know, so he had three specific things that he he thought we that we should do or work on um, to try to implement uh, closer relations between the police. Um, you know, the thing is too. I mean, and I don't have the specifics of it because I didn't hear it. I got it secondhand from somebody else. But they were saying that um, during these um, some of these violent moments and some of the protests, apparently. Uh, two African-American police officers, I think it was in Atlanta, pulled people out of a car and tased them. And so it's not just, you know, the white cops doing bad things to black people. These were black cops. And they were both apparently fired immediately pending um, uh, charges against them as well for um, abuse of force. Yeah, Yeah. abuse of force. And, And yeah. And yeah. And so it's like, you know, if you had cause to do something, then you can point to the cause. But apparently, again, it was on video and they stopped them, questioned them, dragged them out of the car and tased them. You know, it's like, what are you thinking? You know, and and I think that, you know, police officers need to be obviously they need to protect themselves. I mean, you know, if you ask any police officer anytime there's like a, a stop in a car and you see somebody rustling around, um, you know, sometimes that person's going to have a gun and it can be very dangerous. You know, they need to protect themselves. But by the same token, they need to understand that there are cameras everywhere now. And so you need to behave in a reasonable way. And if you don't... Oh, go ahead. No, I just... What strikes me is um, that that they must be tired and on edge and, frankly, probably scared. There was a... uh, I think there's a lot of fear. There was a, a, a Las Vegas police officer who was shot in the back of the head today... He is on life support, um, you know, point blank rage. He was shot in the back of the head. So these these cops and he's that's not the only that's the story on the top of my head. But that's not mm-hmm. the only story that happened today. And and so they've got to be scared. Um, I think that were I the mayor of a big city. So say I was the mayor in Atlanta or mayor in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. I would be reaching out to Black Lives Matter and holding a summit. I would be reaching out to the NAACP and holding a summit with our police chief and maybe rank and file police, put it online, put it on, you know, make it a, a, a YouTube live event and have a productive civil conversation. I think that the only way that we get past this people is if 
if you listen, because I think people are angry because they feel like no matter how loud they scream, they are not heard. You know, we've all had that yeah. nightmare where we can't talk or we're talking and nobody hears us. And I mean, I've had that nightmare before. Mm -hmm. um, and that for them, what they're feeling is that they've been screaming and nobody's listening. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. You know, it's it was like in the in the op ed that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar wrote for the L.A. Times. It was the, um, uh, you know, he says, you know, white people said, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening again. Black people stood up and screamed and said, oh, my God, they're after us again. We keep being hunted. Right. You know, and and, you and know, the, not, the reaction is the same, but it's but it's a matter of degree. You know, it's not enough. And I didn't mean to interrupt. I apologize. It's no. it's there's a study of epigenetics. Have you heard of epigenetics? Yep. OK. And I think I brought it up before that trauma finds its way into your DNA, right? So so if you have, um, and they've studied, they studied um, survivors of the Holocaust when, when to come up with these theories. Um, and so I think in, in, in African-American community, in the African-American community and the Native American community, uh, I, I'm, I'm sure if they were to be studied in the same way, and they might be already, um, uh, that they would find that that kind of trauma has changed the DNA of people who, who have experienced it and found its way from generations. And when you experience trauma, um, uh, you are put back when you, when, when something triggers you, you're put back in that space, right? You're put back in that place that where you, where you were hurt. And that's what PTSD does. And I think that, you know, people will say, well, you know, these incidents are way less than they used to be. And, you know, they try to give the statistics and say it's, you know, it does, you know, that, 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 that people are overreacting. And so it doesn't mm -hmm. matter. Every single one of the my African-American friends were visibly shaken and afraid. The combination of what happened in Georgia and what happened in, in Minneapolis, they were close to one another. And both of them were like, oh, my God, this person was murdered in broad daylight. Yeah. Both of them. Yeah. And so all of my African-American friends, to them, this was visceral. This was real. This is they are coming yeah. to get me because I think that's already in them because we put it there. We being the United States. You know, it's um, uh, interesting, too, that that uh, the big story leading on on Fox News today is retired police officer uh, David Dorn in St. Louis was shot and killed, shot in the back and killed while attempting to protect a local store on Tuesday. He's an African-American retired policeman. And yeah. they're commenting, how come nobody has mentioned his name anywhere? It's like CNN hasn't even mentioned the fact that that he was killed by looters, you know. I, I posted it on my Facebook page. Let me find yeah. out where the article was from because, frankly, I don't remember. Yeah. I post so much, you know. Yeah. Uh, I post a lot of articles on Facebook. And so. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. I know, I know. There's a lot of stuff going on. But, you know, it just, it's, it's uh, of course, you know, they're trying to find a political aspect to it is this was a law and order former policeman trying to do the right thing. And nobody seems to be caring about the fact that that happened because, you know, we need to protect the rights of the people who are out um, protesting. And it's like, well, yeah, we need to do both. You know, I mean, we need yeah, to protect the rights. They're not mutually exclusive. They're not mutually exclusive. And I tell you what, if somebody's out looting, that's not protesting. Yeah. You know, that's that's breaking and entering. That's that's theft. And and, you know, killing a man who's trying to stop you from doing it is murder. 
and so they're no better than the police officers who who attacked George Floyd. I agree. Um, and so this uh, former St. Louis police captain, it's Fox News that was covering it. That they're, right. they're the ones that carried the story. Yeah. Yeah, and and apparently, I mean, from what I could see thus far, they seem to be the only national network that has mentioned it. So the officer in Las Vegas who was shot at point-blank range in the back of the head, his name was Shea uh, Michelonis, and he was, and or not, his name is, he, as far as I know, he hasn't passed away yet, or hasn't passed away. Shea Michelonis, uh, and he, 29 years old. 29 years old. Very sad. Murder's not okay, mm -hmm. folks. It really isn't. I don't care how mad you are. It's not okay. Yeah. Yeah, just no bueno. And, uh, you know, you need to, to decry both sides of it. You know, it just it just shows that, you know, both sides of the political aisle will play or downplay the news that they think that they can spin to make their point. And isn't that disgusting? It is Why so can't bad sad. behavior just be bad behavior? Yeah. Called out by whoever is, you know, whoever sees it or hears about it. Yeah. You know, it, it, if it doesn't fit your narrative, you just don't mention it. I mean, come on. So I, I have to say it's quite interesting. Um, uh, General Mattis uh, penned a scathing rebuke of President Trump today. And I posted it. And the, remar the, the, the people who love Trump dismiss it because the, the, it ran in the Atlantic. So they or the Atlantic wrote an article about it. And they, oh, that's a that's a you know, that's a garbage magazine. And then um, David Gergen wrote a um, uh, wrote a critical piece of the president as well. Oh, well, you know, and that was on CNN. Well, he is horrible. He's he's garbage. He's you know, it's like, OK, hang on a second. You have a decorated army uh, general and he's garbage and you don't you know, he's a deep state guy. And then you have David Gergen, who's worked in four different presidential, two Democrat and two Republican presidential administrations, and he's garbage. So yeah. the, anybody the, who disagrees with me is garbage. It's garbage. And, yeah. and so I asked somebody who said, who called David Gergen garbage. And I said, so if I said, are you saying that anybody, um, anybody who uh, disagrees with you is garbage? You know, well, what about, is anybody in your family who disagrees with you? Are they garbage? How about people who, uh, uh, people that you know, friends, friends, and you know, friends and people that you work with, are they garbage too? And he said, "Oh, you stupid liberals are all alike. You know, you're putting words into my mouth." I'm like, "No, that's I'm reacting to what you I, said." I'm asking a question. <laughs> exactly, and that's exactly what I said. I'm asking a question. And uh, it's just we've become so well. We as a culture have become so dismissive. It doesn't matter what a person's credentials are if if they are counter to your narrative you're going to dismiss them yeah. that's insane that's yeah. insane yeah you know and it's like i mean i hate to say it but my my basic tack is avoidance if if i have somebody who is is who, who i sense is taking a position based on a political view as opposed to a um a reasoned view and it's somebody who I have history with doing that. I tend to just not engage because I, 
unless unless I'm unless I'm feeling a little frisky. I you know because it takes energy and time and effort to engage with somebody, and especially when you know that you're not going to be convincing them of anything. I mean, so what's the you know, and, and you're not learning anything from them because you've already read the same, you know. Um, uh, but it's a public conversation. Sources. And I think, and, well, and I'm thinking in terms thing. of pi- private conversations. Oh, and yeah. I, and I'm but going like, sometimes it's like, I don't want to do it. Yeah. Well, that's fair. That's fair. But, yeah. you know, woo, we just have an earthquake right now. Having an earthquake. Oop, I just got it too. Oh, woo. <laughs> oh, Let me see if I can la, check. La, la. <laughs> we haven't lost our connection. It can't be that bad. No, but it's unnerving. No, 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 no. It's fine. I, yeah. Yeah, it's still kind of it's shaking a little bit. Okay, here we are. Latest earthquakes. Maybe not even be up Three point nine in Bodie. Bodie. Bodie, California, southeast of Bodie. Bodie. Where's Bodie? Uh, looks like it's near Nevada. There was also a seven point nine in Mena, Nevada. Oh my gosh! Uh, Seriously. Yeah, but when was that? They're right next to each other. Um, oh, it's on UTC time. So, crap! What's UTC time compared to here? Uh, uh, we are seven hours behind. So we're seven hours behind, and it says it's at forty-nine. So was that six forty five forty-nine? 549. So that was like, that was, that's not this one. Haven't got an update. I'm I'm looking at the USGS. Yeah. Well, it literally just happened. Yeah. So take, I guess we can give them a few seconds to get it on the, on the web page. Jeez. Like, woo. Slow people. (laughs) Ah. The Lord has a way of uh, reminding us that he's in control. So yeah. you think marching in the streets is important? Talking on the, on the, on the internet's important. Ha ha ha. Shake, shake, <laughs> shake. So, so, you know, I, I having these discussions in public, we may, I may not get the person who I'm, who's arguing with me. They may not agree with me. And that's 5. what they 5.1 Searles Valley, California. Where the heck is that? So that is that out in the Valley? it's it's out in the desert. Yeah, it's um, see if I can see if there's like a landmark here. It is in uh, it's in north it's in the northeast corner of San Bernardino County. Oh, huh. Okay. Anyway, but I want people who who are reading the the interaction. Maybe they'll learn something. And I've gotten feedback from people who say. Uh, well, I don't, I don't jump in because I'm, I don't want to get in the middle of things, but I read what you post and what people say on your right. page. And that, that's important to me then. Maybe that, maybe, maybe they'll, maybe we'll, cooler heads will prevail. Yeah, no, and you're right. There's a lot of, um, and I don't mean it in a negative way, but there's a lot of lurkers who, who don't interact with people because it can be aggravating and instead just watch just read they listen yes says it's near uh, ridgecrest oh well that doesn't surprise me that yeah that's antelope valley isn't yep. that antelope valley yep cyril's valley uh and indian wells and el paso mountains so antelope that's valley not too... fremont valley i'm trying to see where antelope valley is in relation to it 
So it's just west uh, or east of Red Rock Canyon State Park. Huh. Yeah, it's literally like right in the corner, uh, top northeast corner of uh, San Bernardino County. And knowing San Bernardino County, that's, you know, halfway to Washington State. So, yeah, that's crazy. Crazy, crazy earthquake. Yeah. So, Searles Valley. It's yeah, between the Mojave Desert and the Naval Warfare Center, China Lake. Ah, that's out in the middle of nowhere, Todd. Yeah, intentionally. <laughs> yes, the Naval War Se- Warfare Center is nowhere near the ocean. No, it is not. It's in the middle of the desert. Nothing out there. God's the country. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's not so, much out there. No, uh, but it's not far. It's really not far from uh, Ridge, well, like, like you said, Ridgecrest, where that big earthquake was last summer. Yeah, yeah. It's um, if if I'm looking at this and looking at the scale, it's about 15 kilometers, about uh, maybe 10 miles from Ridgecrest, just due east of Ridgecrest. So, yeah, crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. So, all right, now that that's discombobulated us. Huh. <laughs> yeah, that kind of threw his like, huh, what? <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I got to tell you, I, I don't like earthquakes. I lived in Southern California, you know, for so long, and for most of my life, and earthquakes just are no fun. You know, they're fine in retrospect, but while they're happening, they're such an unknown quantity because you never know, you know, as it starts, is it going to keep going? Is it going to, is, is the intensity going to increase or decrease? But, you know, the worst ones, you don't feel it like a shake. It's a big boom and a drop because that yeah. means you're right near the epicenter. And, you know, to be honest, the, the, the range of destruction is not that broad. Um you know, generally speaking, I mean, we'll feel the shake, but, the, you know, only the people right near the epicenter are the ones who are usually seeing severe damage. And in California, we've got such strict uh, building codes for it that it's not so bad. You know, I mean. It's bad, but it's not terrifying, right? Yeah, but it's not it's like not- if you're living in Mexico or, or, or Chile Haiti. where they've had some big ones or Haiti where an earthquake hits and all the buildings fall down and there's nothing but rubble, you know, I mean. We don't generally have to worry about that. So that's well, a good thing. Thank God we don't get earthquakes like Chile. Chile's biggest earthquakes are in the nine-point range. Yeah, they're Mondo Bigo. They're huge and terrifying. So, mm. well, why don't we go ahead and end that there? Trona. Trona is equidistant from Ridgemont, Ridgemont to the where the center was. And I've got a name, Borax Flat. Okay. There's a place That's called the Borax the Flat. No, there's a Borax Flat. It's a place uh, just north of just north of Trona. <laughs> I just like some of these names. You know, they have uh, Spangler Hills, the Lava Mountains. Those are out there too, near Sierra. Well, because there, there are uh, volcanoes out there, aren't yeah. there? Aren't those? Because Mammoth is a volcano. Yeah, yeah. It's it's lava fields. They're they're lava from uh, theoretically extinct um, volcanoes. Yeah, I don't think mammoth is ex- mammoth is extinct. No, I don't know what mammoth is. I think they just call it dormant at the moment. Yes. It's it's resting. So <laughs> may, it, may it rest though. in peace for quite a long time. <laughs> right for a long time. <laughs> yeah, you know, like Mono Lake is is um, 
full of um, what do they say? It's all of the it's it's all of the gases and fumes and stuff. So it's it's um, like it's not acidic. It's a um, uh, oh, it's uh, I don't know what the word is. I can't think of the term, but it's it's nothing lives in it, and it's a it's a um, uh, volcano crater basically. There's like a little island in the middle, and the rest of it's all just gross, disgusting, stinky stuff. Oh, I bet it does smell like sulfur then. Yeah, it's well, it smells even worse than that. It smells like a chemical vat. But uh, that's neither here nor there because we're not here or there. We're somewhere out on the internet. <laughs> Floating around. Yeah. Doing nothing. <laughs> we do nothing. We see we nothing. No, nothing. We see nothing. Yeah. Isn't Tahoe a volcano too? Probably. I mean, basically, we sort of got this ring of fire coming down from Washington State, right, where there's a bunch of the old volcanoes, and all of them are variously active at different times. Yeah, so there's, there's um, well, Mount St. Helens, which last erupted in 1980, hugely. Then yes. there's Mount Hood. Then there's uh, the Three Sisters, and then Mount Bachelor. Um, I think those are all um, volcanoes. And then down, mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't know, I know Mammoth is, but I don't know... If, if where else in California is Whitney a volcano? I don't know. I don't know either. I guess we should probably know from which we speak before we speak. So maybe we'll do a little research. We can talk all about, you know, Western well, volcanoes, we, Western American we, volcanoes. <laughs> we'll do a show <laughs> on volcanoes. Welcome to volcanology. Vul, 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 yeah, there you go. Well, like we didn't know there was going to be an earthquake. I know. Well, you know what? It was a nice little. Um, uh, segue to something that we didn't expect to talk about, right? <laughs> oh, God. You know, it, it's, it's amazing what little it takes to entertain us at this point, right? <laughs> it's like, hey, there, it's shaking. Let's talk about that for 20 minutes. It's something other than people marching in the streets and people like wearing masks and not being able to breathe. Yeah, here's the thing. People have been posting, if it's okay to march in the street, why can't my, why can't my kid have a graduation? It's not okay to march in the street. People are doing it very precisely because it's not okay. Well, they have a First Amendment right to march in the street. No, but it's not okay health-wise to be out there. They all, you know, because the posters like the organized, we will maintain social distance. They're not. Have you seen any pictures of people out there protesting, maintaining social distance? Oh, yeah. Masks are all over the place. And kudos to them for that. You know, care for your your neighbor and your brother. Don't breathe on them, sneeze on them, cough on them. Wear a mask. But, you know, there's still a bunch of people rubbing elbows. It's true. And so, you know, we'll see. We'll see. I was listening to a podcast today, and there was a Frenchman on there, and he says that France about two weeks ago um, stopped doing this and that there were a variety – stopped lockdown and stuff, and that there were a variety of um, groups that had done some protests for different things, and they said that they've seen essentially no bump at all in the COVID. Right. So, so that's good news. Maybe, maybe the COVID thing is, is run its course a little bit and we don't have to worry about it quite so much as we, as the health people think. Um, so, you know, that'd be great. But until I hear that, I'm going to continue to just be better safe than sorry. Exactly. For the most part. Exactly. Whew. Exactly. So, boy, this has been a year. Holy I tell smokes. you what, has it, I mean, 2020 has just come in with a bang. Oh my wow. gosh. Started out with a presidential impeachment. Then we had the COVID-19 stuff. Then we, you know, we were shut down and we're, you know, it's been 12 weeks. Then we had the economic, you know, collapse that's happened because of that. Then we had these, you know, these marches in the street. 
little bitty earthquake, you know, which just unnerves you that much more. I'm not ta taunting God by asking what's next. <laughs> oh, let's not let's not do that. Yeah, I have a T-shirt with a quote, uh, supposedly from Mother Teresa. It's like, you know, I I trust God that you won't give me any more than I can handle, but uh, I'm not sure. I uh, I can't you phrase it. It's it's like uh, I, I trust that you won't give me more than I can handle, but. Uh, but you seem to trust me an awful lot or something like yeah. that. It's like, you've got well, a lot I, more faith in me than I do because yeah. this is pushing all my buttons. I actually, you know, that, that the Lord only gives you what you can handle. That phrase actually makes me angry because I feel like the Lord gives us more than we can handle all the time. Yeah. And he gives us, he doesn't give us more than he can handle. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You know what? The, the, that's a much better way to phrase that. You know, it'd be nice to say, yeah, uh, you know, I, I, I trust that you won't give any more than you can handle. Yes. And I put my trust in you, you know. Yes, because I can't handle much, let me tell you. Yeah, yeah. Well, these <laughs> days, holy moly. Holy moly. Yeah. yeah. Holy moly. Yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, it's funny. I actually had to look it up because, you know, you talked about this year started with the impeachment. I guess they they, they initiated it on December 18th, and they um, he was acquitted by the Senate on February 5th. Uh, of 2020 it seems like so long ago there's so many things right. have gone on since then that it was like right? are you sure that was this year wasn't that last summer or something it was like exactly. seems like it was a long time ago it, nope, really nope. it was february it, really it was february wow you know we've had heat waves and floods and hurricanes over the last couple of dams years. breaking in michigan and homes getting washed away exactly I, you know and, yes. you know the world shut down because of a virus and, and then people marching in the streets and, you know, getting murdered, walking out of a store. And I mean, it's just, it's just nuts. Insane. Yeah. Absolutely nuts. Yeah. It's like, it makes you, you pick up the book of revelation so you can see what's coming tomorrow. Yeah. Which is horrifying. Vegas had a swarm of grasshoppers. Oh, kid you not. That was last summer. Yeah, well, you know the seventeen-year-old, uh, the seventeen-year cycle. Um, um, uh, locusts. Locusts were come, waking up. Yeah, we're, the cicadas were waking up in uh, uh, northern um, uh, North Carolina, the northeastern side of uh, northwestern side of North Carolina, and uh, around the Washington D.C. and Virginia area. And there was another batch of them because they've got them all like named and numbered. And so the 17 year cicadas were all waking up uh, like in the last like three weeks as well. So, yeah, there's been swarms of locusts in parts right. of the uh, frog, country as well. Anyone? Yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, I'm almost afraid to go walking down by any body of water, just, you know, you know streams and creeks and runoffs because, yeah, there's going to be frogs and salamanders climbing out. Like, exactly. Oh, no! And then the water turns to blood since we're using big biblical references. Might as well. <laughs> Start looking for Moses. Might as well. You thought you needed toilet paper, and what you really needed was bottled water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my. All right. <laughs> we laugh because what else can we do, right? It means we're not laughing, we're crying. It's one or the other. Yeah, the thin line, let me tell you. Well, why don't we wrap it up? We've gone for not not quite as long as we normally go, but this I think we we we've, we've said all there is to say. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now that we're all oh, and, and, and we just should tell everybody by way of mentioning too that um, normally 
you know, occasionally we pre-record our show for the after show. This is being recorded on Wednesday night, so the earthquake that we had is not going to be happening on Thursday morning when you're hearing. Oh, this. that's true. It's Wednesday you know, night. But, Sorry. Yeah. So, so just as everybody, <laughs> everybody, be aware of that. That when we start talking about the earthquake, if you happen to be listening tomorrow, or well, today when you hear this, that. The earthquake was last night, That's and right. it happened up in Northern California in San Bernardino County, and was a 5.1, so you don't have to look it up. There you go. Coming to so, you live. Yeah. Live and slightly time-delayed in recording. <laughs> I'm Todd Brinker. Thanks for joining us. I'm Aaron Brinker. Have a great day.